10 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. Good morning. The Travis and Sliwa show begins. Lit. Don't fade at all, Jorge. We're going to keep this up so Alan Sliwa and the Southland can feel every heartbeat of it. You were feeling it last me, night. You're this fired makes me up. Feel better. This makes me feel better. A 30-point halftime uh, deficit. No reason to keep LeBron in the game. No reason to call it a comeback. Didn't yeah, want to lose no. by 40? I would have preferred a four. I mean. <laughs> Didn't want to make sure that LeBron's point, uh, minutes per game average dipped under 35? I like people around the office saying, oh, it's just a warm-up for tonight. What's for the Hawks? For tonight? Tonight's going to go better? To, to, they're warming up for the Hawks? Come no on. way LeBron way, plays tonight, right? He said he was. Yeah, he said oh, he's, he's going to play? Yeah. Going to. He said he was. Which is the only reason why you play 37 minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> After playing 48 minutes on Saturday night. Right. I forgot about the 48 minutes. <laughs> you played 48 minutes you on Saturday night. Play 37 and 48 because I'm assuming you're not playing against the Hawks. No, nope, He's nope. playing against – and, and nope, they did nope. go one and one in those two games. <laughs> one, they they beat a team under 500 and lost to a team under 500. That's good. Oh, Phil, we should like, have this. We should have this in the background. All touch show. my hand. Touch my hand. Do you feel it? Trav, get in there. No, the thank side. you. And I'm good. Then, and then we'll here, we'll, we'll here. do it. We'll do it. No, come uh, on, we can do it. This is like we are the world. My arms are long. This is like we are the world. We will be talking about that. We're not long enough. Get, yeah, get Co- Cody, you know you don't have to do that. This is this is workplace harassment. You're making you do it. Cody did a lot worse with that riv with us last week. Always with me. We almost fully connected. Almost. Not even close. We're, we're, we're Let's cut there. that up. Were we on we're video for that there. already? <laughs> Let's cut that no, up. Video starts at ten oh seven. Oh, don't make me throw. Sometimes it does. <laughs> Not on a live. What's going on with these headphones, bro? They still didn't break. I kicked one You're of them. You're preoccupied with the headphones. I, I, I'm kind of with Chris on the headphone okay, thing. Okay, I'm with Chris on these headphones. Okay, <laughs> no, those are headphones. But he's trying to turn those headphones into those. But headphones. But they have nothing, right? Right. Certain headphones. Those aren't bad headphones. His, but that's not the point. The point is he wants everyone to have their own headphones, and he's not wrong. This is a professional radio environment, and you should own your own headphones. That's not a, that's not a big this ask. This is a battle that I think he's fought for for three years. Yeah, and he's got a partner in this one. I I, I will roll on this one. Yes, producer Emma. There's your news right there. Go ahead. All right. So breaking news from Sham Sharania. Lakers say Anthony Davis uh, with a hip and Achilles is out tonight versus the Hawks. Yeah, he's got an issue. <laughs> So he's taking the day no, off. No, he, he's, he's got an issue. You could tell. I mean, I, 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 was, I was mentioning that to you guys in the pre. I'm simply laughing because we just mentioned LeBron not playing. But He did not look healthy in yesterday's game. He's got an issue. Does so. it go back to Saturday night? 100%. Yeah, it goes back to Saturday. He was, the way he left Saturday's game, I'm like, this dude's not coming back. Has he gone for two weeks, three so weeks? So honestly, here's the thing. Yeah. If you're not going to win tonight because AD's not playing, rest LeBron. That's not how they do it, though. You're right. but, but that, Because why Why put LeBron out there if what, you don't have AD? Well, you can, answered your own question. Why did they have him out there last night? Why did they have him Why no did they have him out there virtually every time he plays? He plays an incredible amount of minutes, whether it's winning or losing. <laughs> what are you doing, Slee? We're talking sports, and now you open up the door that says, need headphones. Because Go to Corporate Gray's office. part of him getting angry about the headphones. Well, nobody goes to Corporate Gray's office for the headphones. <laughs> Is the I think it's inside in a blue highlighter that says go to go to Greg's office for headphones. That's good. That's good. We were actually getting into the nitty gritty. We had breaking news. <laughs> I made a point. Travis made a point. We were volleying. <laughs> Before and that happened, I was ready to open the door. I couldn't. I couldn't wait too long. LeBron James is questionable. By <laughs> oh, the now way. he's questionable. That is the official uh, good from the Lakers status. Report. Good. Pull the pull the ripcord. Quit. Yeah, like don't 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 go if you're not going to play AD, don't play LeBron. Rest. Go in there, 
keep your powder dry. Was it Thursday as the Celtics? Yeah, I actually I the, disagree. I think you're going to lose against the Celtics. The, you, Bron, you probably if are. Bron is going to play a the, game in one of those two games. Then, play tonight. Then pull the plug on Thursday too. Get as right as you can be because even with these two guys, they're not very good. Five hundred best. Even with these two guys, they got hammered by a mediocre. Houston team. They gave up a billion points to a team that doesn't score a billion points. Eight in the first half, and they're the Toyota not Center was rocking. Team. <laughs> I like the Toyota Center. Team. I never liked the Toyota. Center. Why not? Yeah, I had some bad memories there. Oh. By the way, if your powder isn't dry, what you got to do is you got to put a paper towel over it and you get the hair dry, but you don't get too close because you'll you want to make sure the powder <laughs> stays cloud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. You got to. Well, can we? Were we talking about powder now? I, uh, I think Jorge and I are talking about different things. Than I, you I think you and I are talking about the same thing. Let me tell both of you, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. No, Jorge and I are on the same page. I think you're on like a gold bond page. I, I am on a gold bond <laughs> okay. page. Yeah, okay, then never mind. I, I was talking about how to apply. Well, it's interesting because if you if you just pour it in there sometimes, Can't do that. It, yeah, it'll get on the pants. Yeah, yeah well, you got to go. Then people will be like, what's going on? <laughs> like, stay fresh. <laughs> That's what's going on. What do you mean what's going on? I, I want to make sure that we're dry. No, absolutely. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. You use powder, right, Slee? Or you just, uh, you're just going right in there? We use some things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm curious, yeah, like, if it's things. not that, and I, I want to know what the things are. Do you ever watch that um, Friends episode with Ross in the leather pants, and he's using the powder? Okay. You know no, what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so I he is... That. Wait, is he using powder or lotion? He uses, like, baby powder at one point, and then yeah. I think he adds the lotion, and then it becomes a, a, a paste. Like glue. And yeah, it becomes <laughs> a paste. Trav, he's on a date, and he goes to... He wears these leather pants. Because he wants to look sexy. He wants to look good, this and that. And then he's like, he can't breathe, it's so hot. <laughs> so he goes He goes into the restroom. And he's like, he doesn't know what to do. Like, he has to pull his pants. He's like, just to get some fresh air. He's like, ha ha, right? You need a breeze. He needs a breeze. <laughs> so a summer he, breeze. So <laughs> then he starts using he starts using um, powder, I think it is, baby yeah. powder, whatever. And he's like, oh, this is going to help. And then he's like, oh, but if I use lotion, it will be cooler. It will feel oh, even better. Terrible. He also smacks his face trying to bring it up his legs because he can't get it off because he, uh, he took him <laughs> so down. He's sitting in the bathroom with just paste and leather pants before on a date in the bathroom in the, in his girl's bathroom. It's pretty fun. So that's what I do every morning. <laughs> <laughs> lotion and powder. Yeah. Reenact friends episode. Just glue them right onto your body. I love that. I also love that you that you of all people pulled that out today. I like that. The Friends episode? It's not hard to believe that I've yeah. never worn leather pants, so I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think that would be your friend. I would think you have tried it at some point. I have not. I've tried right. leather, but not All leather right. pants. 2024 Mandy's. No. <laughs> like a leather like a leather suit? Top head to bottom. toe? I have, now I have now become best that friends. That would look good. I have now become best friends with the manager of the great Yachtly crew. Okay. So the chances of Yachtly crew being at the Mandy's are high oh. right now. And the chances of me, instead of being in a suit the entire night, but in a Yachtly Crew outfit. Like the captain's hat? The whole thing. <laughs> the chances of me just remaining in that outfit the entire night. Because of how this venue is, the different venue at Commerce Casino, it's going to be very difficult for me to pull off outfit changes. Mm. I'll have to be escorted somewhere. I'll need at least five minutes. It's it's not likely. So, the ch so again, we do the quaff. <laughs> yes, but if I'm doing captain's hat in the beginning, you don't have I, to quaff. No, nah, we just stay quaff. We just stay captain's hat the whole time. <laughs> you you could you could call I, me captain. I, I'm just I'm just picturing you in a captain's hat, and it feels right. Well, it's a full sailor outfit just, they do. So no, no, I get it. And then they have but are you doing like the jacket. the blazer with the crest yeah. and oh, the yeah. whole thing? Yeah, that that suits you. 
Oh, yeah. He should come off some kind of a boat, too, like four or five hours before the Mandy Awards starts. Kind of start the video from there. Well, no, there's a lot of waterways in the commerce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, waterways. so what's ahead today on a live MG Tuesday? Of course, I'll miss a gap of it because there's a big meeting. Uh, but we've got <laughs> tickets to the Clash at the L.A. Coliseum. Awesome. One of the best events Love you it. could go to. You can family fun. Just go to uh, NASCARClash.com. It is We Are the World Week. Okay. Every, if you know me, if you've listened to me enough on this radio station since way back in the old morning show days, I love We Are the World. Oh, we'll cut it up today. We're going to play it all. It solved every problem. Well, they tried. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about yesterday. I ran in during uh, combo play because they were talking about We Are the World. And if We Are the World content is going on, I need you to be You need to be a part yeah, of it. I ran in. The anniversary mm-hmm. is Saturday, right? Yeah, but it's a whole week. Sure. Emily did, really doesn't want to do. But Netflix the, did the documentary. She wants the day. It, the greatest I, night in pop. I've never heard of it. So I, you've never you know, heard things did happen no. that you've never heard I've of. I've heard of We Are the World. I haven't heard of that documentary. <laughs> it's, it open up Netflix, it'll slap you right in the face. You oh, can't get away from I, it. I, saw, I opened Taylor's it up here. last night, turned it on. Right, it was okay. the, the yeah. thing in the queue, started it. Not bad, sleep. Not bad. Not I can't bad. Wait. I'm going to wait till the weekend so I can prepare myself. Mm. Enjoy it. Savor mm. it. I could use a little more Cindy Lauper, if I'm being honest, but it was good. But you remember the outtake video. Oh, yeah. That where LZ, she couldn't hit the note. Yeah, that LZ Granderson turned us on to. Michael Jackson sounds like he's. it's a recording. It's no perfect is, is every, every single time. But is this the take where Michael's looking at everybody yes. else? Like, no, looking at her specifically. But weren't there like, other people as well? It when was, they were it was the Huey notes? Lewis was the third. It was like yeah. the three of them had this. Kim Car. It's when they do the hook. <laughs> yes. Kim Carnes. Yep. Uh, Huey Lewis, and she's in the middle. Uh-huh. And if you notice the final music video, you see one shot where she's in the necklace, and then one shot where she's not. Because she tried to say, well, maybe the necklace is made noise, and Michael and Lionel are looking at her like, sure, sure. It's not the necklace that's off key. Every time Michael sings it, it's perfect. It, it's perfect. And then Huey Lewis, I think, is yeah. the other part well, of Huey it. Lewis Huey sing. Lewis nails his part Every time. She sang it different every time. Every time was wrong. It was unreal. You can find that video on YouTube. Just search Cindy Lauper. We are the world outtakes. Like you you don't picture Michael Jackson being like pissed off and right. he was furious he was at her lack of professionalism. I just want to do my job. Right. And he was. Like, I do this for a living, lady. Can you get on the same page? Can you please get on the page that the rest of us in this room are on? That's just next Didn't level. Did someone not participate because they thought it was gonna be a flop? I, it, I, I know I Madonna. Know. There was some issue with Madonna not participating. Did Prin- was Prince? Prince said no. Prince said That's no. That's who it was. That yeah. Prince didn't know if it was going to work, right. and so didn't want to. And also, wasn't it recorded like the same night? The night as, of the like, Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, yeah. They, Beverly Hilton. I want to say something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's good. Oh. It's good. And of course, Quincy Jones was the the maestro. Oh, oh I had to go back. you I had some maestro some moves right there. Well, I could maestro. <laughs> See the movie Maestro? <laughs> I have not. There is not one Oscar-nominated movie I've actually seen, which I feel depressed about. Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen Oppenheimer. I haven't seen that. Barbie. I mean... Those are the only two I know. I've dressed up like Barbie, but that was a different day. (laughs) Plus, it's Phil Collins. you not like... What? You don't like going to movies? I used to love it, and it's not really a a pandemic thing. I just kind of got out of the habit. And now it's really... you're a busy man. And I am a busy man. But my friend group in Mm -hmm. the Valley, which I don't see as often, going to a movie with them, like, we used to love going to the Arclight. Like, it Mm -hmm. was an event, right? And now, Arclight doesn't exist, and I don't, and there's like iPick, but that's on the west side. It's just, it's difficult. Okay, how about this? Next time you and Cap are staying over the night, or staying uh, in downtown LA. He won't want to go over there. Go to the Alamo with me. Oh, I'll go to the the Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. 
But I thought you meant the movie theater. The movie theater across the street. Yeah, he gets nervous in this area. He gets scared. Well, the Alamo is right across the street, too. It's like a couple, two blocks Oh, I'll go. Cappy just gets nervous. Yeah. Yeah, Cappy has you. Even if he has you to escort him to the theater? Yeah, but he's like, he's just like, what's this? What's this guy doing? What's this guy? I'm like, we're fine. We're fine. He's not paying attention to you is what he's doing. And even if he is, we'll just (laughs) blow right by him. (laughs) Plus, it's Phil Collins' birthday, which should be a day that's celebrated in America. Oh! How do you not hear this song? Which was a smash shit hit in like 1988 mm-hmm. and not feel good when Phil Collins is singing about two hearts beating as one, like Slee and I watching that Lakers game last night because he knew where we were going to go. Well, today. that's why we don't feel good. Oh, gave up. I feel right. He seems quarter. to feel okay. But about actually, it. I need to start. Yeah, I need no, to start is, changing my tune. This oh. is heaven for him. I got to change my tune because we do need some playoff games financially. It's good for revenue. They're going to make the playoffs. And I'm pretty sure I made a guarantee on Mason and Ireland recently that they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. the Rams run. They're not... Which came out of nowhere. It it did. They're going to make the playoffs. that helps a little bit of playoff revenue on the other side? Everybody makes the playoffs in the NBA. The Lakers will be one of the 16 teams, and they might not last past that first round, but they'll get it. The league needs them. 7-10 needs them in. the league. Well, they might get it. Yeah. AD is out. We have a little breaking NFL news uh, that doesn't directly affect the Rams, but kind of on the side kind of gets to there. So we'll get into that coming up as well. But, Slee, so let's get into what do we got? Just a little bit more than a week from the trade deadline, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers, do you do something? Do you do nothing? Do you do something small? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And you can catch all your favorite sports live with Vivid Seats, even the big game. Vivid Seats is giving away two free tickets to the big game now through February 4th. You enter to win today by downloading the Vivid Seats app or visiting gamecenter.vividseats.com slash TNC for details. Experience the biggest event in sports live from Las Vegas thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yeah. Quarter after 10 a.m. in the Southland on a live imaging two, t- Tuesday on the Travis and Sleela show. Billy, don't lose that number. Oh, who's calling you, Slee? Oh, I thought somebody was calling you. No, no, no calls. No calls. Nobody calls me anymore. <laughs> How big was Phil Collins? He was part of that group that were in huge, huge groups, went solo, and was even bigger for 20 years solo. I never forget around what? Two guys from Genesis. Wasn't Peter Gabriel part of that too? Yeah. Yeah. But not as big solo as Phil Collins. Phil Collins had a 20-year run as a solo artist. I remember in, what was it, 1998 when the Tarzan movie came out. And that song, You'll Be In My Heart 
We played it on the. I was at a hot AC radio station, which is hot adult contemporary, um, <laughs> in the Southland, and we played it for twenty weeks nonstop, mm. and people couldn't get enough of it. I mean, Phil Collins did not need to go that hard for Tarzan. Like, right. it's maybe <laughs> the best soundtrack of any movie ever. He had it's, two big songs on there. The animated like Disney movie. Yeah. Have you? Yes, I it is. Amazing. Okay. Like, Let's pull up. You'll be in my heart. I think they also have like maybe the InSync or the Backstreet Boys in one of the, like when they're tearing up the camp. Like that song one was. So my mom, we were kids when this happened. My mom used to sing that song to us every night before we went to bed, and it's very sweet. It makes me cry. So that song's very sweet. But then uh, there's a son of man, a man in time. You'll be that song. Oh, strangers like me. Yes. Yeah, we'll play that in a second. Pop that up for It's a Phil Collins Tuesday. Oh, here it comes. Oh, here he comes. I don't think I've heard this. Well, then you weren't listening to the radio in 1998. In my heart. I've heard this one. Yeah, I know the chorus. No matter yeah. What. yeah. Like, again, he went so incredibly hard on this soundtrack. Like, just if you haven't given yourself it a chance to this, listen to this, w- listen to and it. And then it was Ludacris. Then it was 50 Cent. Fitty. Then it was Fitty. Nelly. That was my, <laughs> those were my four artists in 98. Not I still think of Phil Collins. I, it's Miami Vice. It's the drum beat. Well, yeah. I mean, I just it, I know all these other songs you guys are talking. <clears throat> excuse me. Well, he's that you're talking about. Like I know them, but Phil Collins, it's the drum beat. By the way, you just coughed, and I'm. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. No, this is. Yeah. This is a, that. It's instantly. Instantly. And you, Don today. Johnson, in the white Ferrari with the hair blowing back, mm-hmm. driving down to go bust up some cocaine ring. This every he's single time. He's a, he's a, that was the plot of every Miami Vice. Chris. I made this point to our engineering team, which is really not that much of a team. But That's you, the, well, yeah, Bronny. You and yeah, it's like a few other people. <laughs> that the cough buttons, I want to be talkback buttons because I can't talk back, and it sometimes is a problem in the afternoon show. Nobody. We are the type of radio station, and I'm proud of this. That we don't use cough buttons. We just cough on the air. It's part of the fabric of everything. <laughs> I'm very proud of this. I don't think I've ever used the cough button, but I'm a on-off guy. I'm a big on-off I'm guy, so you can clear guy. my throat. But yeah. no, if I'm you're going to cough, yeah. we do it on Just the Just let air. it rip. Phlegm and all, Slee. Yeah. Let, it, let it hang. I want to see the phlegm. <laughs> let, it, let that phlegm <laughs> hang, Slee. Slee has got a great cough. That's what I want to hear. From, <laughs> you know what I love what yeah. you guys do? When you guys got like bronchitis and you just come in here and let it rip, yeah, it's my I mean, favorite listen, part listen, of your show. Listen, a laugh on radio is like a great element of radio. It's like, oh, that's It's what I, started it all for Jorge. Okay, I, I like that that person has that laugh, whatever it is. We need to get to a point where it's like, hey, listen, Sedano might have the best cough on the radio. Like, we got to get to a point where one of us <laughs> are standing out because of our cough. Let's get to work. Let's do it. Jorge laughed one day. He was not mic'd up yet He's on the old morning show. And oh, then good we were like, we were Raj and I, producer Raj and I looked at each other and we were like, we got to mic up your laugh. Because we have good laughs, but he, he his cut through and that the rest is history. Oh, gracias. He did it. There it is. <laughs> you knew he was going to give it to you. You knew it was coming. By the oh, way, wait. what kind of celebration was going on? You were very... T- I didn't see a lot of social media of your Niner celebration over the weekend. I was dying the first half. Yeah, you were terrified. I was terrified for Then I put the phone But there down. was no... I won't say there was no doubt, but you knew the second half was going to go differently. The second it bounced off the helmet, the game was over. Yeah. The second the ball hit that dude's helmet and landed in Ayuk's hands, you're like, oh, they're going to win. 
Yeah. No, that was that was to get it. That was to get it to within a score. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Th- that I doesn't the happen. Fumble from Gibbs. I'm like, yeah, this they're they're not. Yeah. Well, and when game. Reynolds dropped the ball, it, the, it just was. It was. It was. It, like, happened it like just this. changed. It, it was happened like this. It was the exact same game that they had against the Rams, where they yeah. came out of the gate, they just smashed them, and it's like, oh, they're gonna run away and hide, and then they did. Bupkis in the second half. They did absolutely nothing until the very end. The difference was the Niners scored touchdowns in the red zone instead of kick field goals, which the Rams did. Yep. And they got a little bit luckier that the the Lions didn't turn it over against the Rams. They had the fumble there. The Lions didn't have a ball bounce off a dude's helmet and land amazing. into another guy's hands and set up a first and goal from the but from the four yard line. They got they, they the Niners were a little better than the Rams and a lot luckier than the Rams. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same game. And everybody's talking about he should have taken a field goal and gotten the points at the end. It didn't matter. It was very similar to the Chiefs game the week before. You knew with the Bills. It was over. It was over. They were going to get the ball. They were going to score, and that was it. It didn't matter if you if you. They tied it needed up. ten things to go against them, and all ten things went against them. The and, Lions. Yeah, they needed their and own, their they coach when play, the, but, but that's part of against them too. Decisions from your own. You side, see where he like, doubled back yesterday. Yeah, Campbell said, on the said. on the third down running play. He he basically said, "I thought we'd walk right in, but." Yeah, I should have thrown it. He 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 at least had the sense. I think a to, part of his brain was, you can see the golf, the old the golf we knew in L.A. quite well. Hey, look, you were seeing it, and we were no, like, he was a baller. Should we not put it in the air I'm, right I'm at this a, moment? I'm gonna give golf all the credit in the world. No, he was I, he had a great season. Well, and, and he it sure did. And it, there was never a time, especially in the playoff run, where you're like, oh, he's gonna lose him that game. Even in the loss of the Niners. Goff never. I never got a feeling he that did it. Goff is a problem. He did it once against the Rams, but he never did it again. That when he kind of did a backwards chess pass against oh, yeah, the Rams, yeah, yeah, out of, right. that was the. There he is. That's him right, right there. Go get him. Was that the fumble? That, that was like the. A it, but it ran out of bounds. It, it, it fell yeah, out of bounds, so it yeah. didn't. It didn't end up hurting him all that much. They haven't re-signed him yet or extended him. He's only got one year. He's going into next year. Does he come back? Seventeen. Does he come back to SoFi Stadium? To the Palace in Inglewood. He's saying he wants to go back to Detroit, and the Lions have not extended him yet. I don't know. I don't know if that means anything or everything. Well, I think for the Lions, it's one of those things where I think he'll get extended next year. Could be a complete dumpster fire. Like, of course, it could. Like, well, okay. So breaking news in that regard. Okay, they're keeping their OC Ben Johnson, who is at the top of the list for a lot of these teams. He told Seattle and he told the Washington Commanders that he is staying in Detroit. That's per Tom Pelissero. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom uh, Pelissero. So, oh, for the table. So for the table, <laughs> there are still two openings uh, in Seattle and Washington, but Ben Johnson will not. So he's coming back. I respect that. You don't see enough. OCs and DCs doing that. Well, also, you know, maybe they didn't win that game in part because the OC didn't live up. Like, he didn't call the right plays, and maybe that hurt him a little bit. Yeah, no, that's true, too. I I don't understand. You're making a lot of money as an OC or DC in the NFL. You're making millions. You're making at least, if you're with a decent team, you're making two, three million dollars. Right. Why take a head coaching job where, yeah, maybe you'll be there for a couple of years. Ego. It's just, you, you, it's it, that's the the answer is ego. All of these guys are egomaniacs, and I mean that as a compliment. Right? But isn't that, they, but isn't that the evolution of what you're doing anyway? Of course it is. And, and, and I want to be I at the fail, top. Even if I fail as a head yes. coach, those OC or DC jobs are going to be there. For They'll the rest be of there my life. once you're I'm, in the system. Oh, you're in the you, system. You go like, around and around, around and around. around. Yeah. Go look at the NBA assistant coaches. I'm like, this guy's still in the league. The yeah, Bucks hired Doc Rivers. All of these guys. <laughs> fancy themselves as the smartest guy in the room all of these guys fancy themselves yeah. as leaders of men all of these guys fancy themselves as if i only had my own team right. we'd do it like this yeah right. 
And so even if you're an assistant on a really good team, the head coaching job on a really bad team is always more appealing because they think they're going to turn around and get And they can always go back and get that two, three million you're talking about. Yeah, or more. If you're mm-hmm. a really good OC or DC, you're going to make more. I'm sure uh, Josh McDaniel, when he was the OC in New England all those years, especially when he came back after Denver, he had to be close to $10 million as an OC. It was if Belichick's 20 a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. By the and- way, I'm excited for that Patriots documentary coming out from Apple TV that they were running uh, promos for, commercials all weekend. But I- it's similar to the Florida Gators one. If Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are sitting down for like how, I agree with you. How, you how deep and that. how gutsy can it get? The promo makes it look like it's deep. If I don't know if it will be. It could be fluff. So the best sports doc we've seen in a long time. Oh, it was behind the one that was behind the Ask Slee, the evolution of yep. Ask Slee. <laughs> yep. I thought that was great. That one was on Netflix. What if <laughs> the, I told you? The best <laughs> sports doc in the last, I don't know, five or ten years was the one on HBO about Tiger Woods. Guess who yep. wasn't in it? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. But the guess coach who, was. Guess sorry. who was in it? Sorry, champ. Right? <laughs> it was all the people in Tiger's orbit that were no longer in it and and in Tiger's particular case, and the not a lot was of people. Off. No, it wasn't. There were more like I don't even know what happened. They were they were confused more and than one day angry. he's winning tournaments. Then he's lifting weights with the Navy SEALs. And didn't they get the Perkins waitress too? She was there. Yeah. they had they had a lot of people there, but none of the inner circle because they know that if you sit, tell the truth, you're out. Mm. Well, he had we had the former caddy, which was important. Steve Williams. Steve Williams being in it because he had bitten. He had been at the height mm-hmm. and he, then got. Ousted. And you had, I forget, there was two people. It was Armin Katayan and one other guy. I wish I could mention the other guy. I just don't remember his name. They're investigative reporters. They right. know, and it was based on a book that was done through years and years of investigative reporting. It was an amazing book. It was a great book, and it was exactly what you want to know about one of the world's most famous athletes. So but in true gonna... Tiger fashion, the best part of the whole thing, because the book ends, basically, his career's over. Mm-hmm. Like Armie Katan says, his career's it's over. before the 2019 right. Masters. Yep. So they had to cut. <laughs> the documentary had been done. They had to cut in the 2019 Masters. Wow. Like he had to come. He got the last laugh ultimately, didn't he? Because hmm. he did come back. Those from all guys that. always do. Well, Tiger. Okay, you said you said do. that. That's what made that documentary so good. So it sounds like the Patriots. So if, won't, put it to this way: won't be like if that there's a if Patriots doc that has Belichick and Brady in and it, Kraft and Kraft, do you think they're going to take out the scalpel? No, of course not. not. Yeah. Of course not. But you got to have them. In. I took out the scalpel on the Ask Slee documentary. I went deep. Netflix. <laughs> I gotta go. We got a meeting. This one's gonna be a long one. You might not see me till like noon. What are we talking about? I don't What's know. In the, the, the I just know that I saw the agenda and it's three pages. Oh, that's a lot. How long that's are they typically? The agendas. One, one and a half. Oh, so, this yeah. one's gonna be a big. You might one not get back at all because you usually come back. Last week I didn't get back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we yeah, don't yeah. see it, it was nice seeing you. Yeah, listen, we had a great half hour together. Yeah. We're doing Keep, the train next week. Okay. I'm training with you. I'm going to take the train in with Chris. Yeah, he's going to get oh, on the train with Good. you. Good. Yeah, so, yeah, so. I like that. I'm going to get in. I'm going to, you, you and I have talked about We'll like, do social media live from the train. Public transit. Let's go. I we'll think, see. Yeah. I we'll think see. I'm. Yeah. I could be a one hitter quitter, yeah. but I'm going to do it. All right. We'll see. I'm going to do it. All right. You're, you're done, Slee? You've had it? All right. Uh, I will take all of your Laker phone calls coming up in just a little bit. But, Slee, last night was. Like almost everything in the Lakers season in one game, both mm. mostly just the bad, and now we find out that AD's nicked up. There's there's a lot of things going on. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And listen to this. Call in right now. Caller number seven right now for your chance for a four-pack of tickets to the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum. 877-710-3776. That's caller number seven to 877-710-ESPN. Caller number seven will win a four-pack. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This was on a lot in the Hebel household. So this, we had the greatest hits of Disney, like the volumes one through four, whatever. They were green. They had the Mickey Mouse, Mickey we, Mouse ears. We had those as well. And my family would jam to this song, to all the Tarzan songs, and then also the Mulan, like, um, I'll make a man out of you, that song. I, I, I know it, but see, you're- Was DMX in the mix or no? Because- you also X gonna DMX. give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, you know what I'm talking about. She's saying yeah. DMX earlier, so yeah. Your Disney experience. You're you're how old are you? I'm 27. 27. 27. Uh, you are five years older than my oldest child. Right. And so your Disney sweet spot is just like a half a decade mid-90s, ahead. Mid 90s, yeah. Because we had from the mid 2000s through the mid teens was the Disney sweet spot right. in my house with my three kids. So these I'm aware of, but they weren't on endless loops like mm. all of the Pixar's and all the things that came after that. Those yeah. are the ones that were endless. Mine was the um, height of the 90s, like the 90s princess, but not all all princess movies, but they're like more like women empowerment princess movies. So there's Tarzan with Jane is, you know, Mulan. stands on her own two feet. Mulan, awesome. And Lilo then and I was, Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, also great. And those were right before, yeah, the Pixarification and yeah. everything else after that. I kind of like the, for lack of a word, the cartoony Disney movies. Like yeah, the, they're great. The classic ones. They're all good. Not very, all of them, very but they, few they don't clunkers. Miss very much. And they hit both sides. They'll hit the adults. They'll have some stuff there for the adults and the kids as well. 877-710-3776. That's the phone number if you want to get in and talk about what the Lakers are, are doing right now. And you, you you tell me, Al. Okay. You you tell me what my my state of mind is based on the facts that I'm going to give you. Okay. That the Lakers got their ass kicked by a below-average Houston Rockets team last night did not surprise me at all. That the Lakers beat the Oklahoma City Thunder a few weeks ago didn't surprise me. That they went toe-to-toe with a Steph Curry game that won where he had 46. There's nothing that this team does that goes, they did what? Mm-hmm. Like they, they blew out a pretty good team. Okay. Mm-hmm. They got blown out by a pretty crummy team. Okay. What does that mean that there's nothing that this team does that catches me by surprise? They fall behind. They they come out. Yeah. They're all over the map. They don't have any sort of identity at all other than they're mid. That's they're average, it. Brother. They're average. I think that, that's the definition of average. You're 24 and 24. They're 7 and 7 in January. That's the month <laughs> that they were supposed to. It's just as average as you can possibly be. A couple things surprised me yesterday. I didn't know they were giving up 78 points in the first half to a team that's not that good on offense. Um, I didn't know they were going to be down 30 against the Rockets, but maybe I shouldn't be surprised by that. There's certain, if you told me they're going to lose to the Houston Rockets by 10 or 12, I'd be like, okay, I get it. I understand that. I didn't know they were going to be down 30. You're really surprised? They've gotten blown out by bad teams, I don't want to say all season long, yeah. but this isn't the first time it's happened. It's not the first time it happened, but again, I, I just go back to it. 78 points in the first half, that's... Like that's next level. So, it, so I am surprised that they go from we can get yeah, I'm not. a 
absolutely trounced by a team, and that's not even their strength. It's not that's even what, what they do. Everybody you know? seems to have their best, their night, best night against the Lakers. Yeah, their best night. And, and they got hooked by Dylan Brooks. I, a, the play on Vanda was a dirty play, right, where he shoved him when he was in the air. So I understand. Dylan Brooks a dirty player. He, he is a dirty player, mm-hmm. and, and I find his antics uninteresting. But when he gets one of your guys tossed out of the game, his antics. He wins. He absolutely wins. Yeah. They need to take a baseball mentality. And and we've gotten away from this a little bit over the last few years, which generally speaking is probably a good thing. But the way that old school baseball, you know, the code and all this stuff was, I'm going to hit whoever you hit, which means if you hit my best guy, I'm hitting your best guy. If you hit Mookie Betts, I'm hitting Bryce Harper. That's how it goes, right? If you hit my guy, I'm hitting your guy. Bryce Harper in this situation didn't have anything to do with it, but your Mm -hmm. guy hit my guy, so your guy's got to take one too. They need a little bit of this when it comes to somebody like Dylan Brooks. Let someone else tag him with one. Mm -hmm. Let someone else pick up that first technical as opposed to you picking up your second. And not that Jared Vanderbilt getting kicked out swung the game. No, they're already down double digits. It it didn't really matter, but make that guy feel it. Make him understand you're not doing that to us, mm-hmm. right? You're not. You don't get a chance to do that to us over and over and over again. I know that's his game. I know that's what yeah. he does. But if this guy gives one, and a different guy gives one, and a third guy gives one, maybe there's a little bit of a deterrent to constantly being the you know what that this guy is. It's funny because that storyline of all the storylines yesterday. I know it got some. It got some pub post game because. LeBron didn't want to talk about Dylan Brooks. Right. Anthony Davis said he should have been thrown out. And Darvin Ham kind Probably of had been. a similar thing. Um, but he got baited into something. That's bottom line. Vando got baited into something. This is how Houston, you know, it's also a good point for other teams out there. Hey, can we get under the Lakers' skin? And if you can get under the Lakers' skin, that's obviously an advantage. Um, the things that stood out to me most from yesterday, a couple things. AD didn't look healthy. That, that, well, that now we me, know he's not. And now we know that he's not. But he didn't look – Anthony Davis looked like he was favoring something, and I'm sure he's favoring that hip. What they can't have, Trav, and, and maybe this is just going to be the reality of the Lakers right now, he's played in 46 of 48 games. It, 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 if Anthony Davis needs to take – I'm just throwing out – this is based off of nothing. Let's say AD has something and he needs two weeks. I need two weeks, guys. I need to. The franchise says we got to get Anthony Davis healthy because we don't have a, a, a shot here. The problem is they've given themselves really no margin for error. This is similar to how it was last year. If you want to be, if you want a chance of making the playoffs, Anthony Davis out for two weeks. What are they going to run in the, in the course of six, seven games? They'll lose two for every one they win. Okay, that, that's probably the best way to describe it. Okay, let's look at the other side of it. So Anthony Davis is not in the best of health right now. How about LeBron James yesterday in the fourth quarter? <laughs> Played 37 minutes in the hey, game yesterday. Look. and I, I, So the, the only reason why I'm bringing these up is because you bringing up the Vando piece. Yeah. To me, that Vando piece was so far down the list because there were other things that stood out to me yesterday that are incredibly puzzling, if hypothetically, hypothetically. You're being generous with puzzling. Dumb is the right word. If hypothetically, it's Darvin Ham's decision of whether to keep LeBron in that game or not, that was idiotic. If hypothetically, it was LeBron James' decision to come out of the game or to stay in the game when you're down 25 or whatever it is, that was idiotic. Mm -hmm. Played 48, played 37 yesterday, and they got a game today against the Atlanta Hawks. 
Anthony Davis is not playing. Decisions like that mean something. Of course they do. I, so I, I walk away from yesterday's game where it's not even did you lose. You know, sometimes when you get your ass kicked, one of the positive things could could Take be— Take your guys off the floor. Yeah, they play 20 to 25 minutes. It's like, all right, well, at least we're not have to use our guys— Worst case scenario always feels like it plays out for the Lakers. Can I, can I just put it out there? Worst case scenario. And, and, and it's – I don't like saying it because I – the limited time that I've been with Darvin Ham, I like him. I think he's interesting. I think he's thoughtful. I, I think that he's a, 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 an interesting person to talk with. When I watch these games, you just get the sense he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like you just to your point about managing these guys' minutes in because the Lakers have gotten blown out a bunch of times. What are they doing out there? When it comes to the rotations, we finally in what the last ten days, two weeks, mm-hmm. have settled on something along the way. That how many times have we come in and you're saying, Are we gonna guard that guy? How many threes does he need to knock down wide open before we move a We're guy? And, play the percentages. The, yeah, but he's hitting the shots tonight. This is what I mean. It mm-hmm. doesn't seem like there's this sense of we're paying attention in real time to what's actually happening. Like, well, LeBron's playing tonight, so we'll just play him. Okay, you're down thirty. Get him off the damn floor. Mm-hmm. You're you're this guy, Dante Exum. I know he's a bad three-point shooter. He's yeah. made four in a row. Let's run a guy at him. Like yeah. I, I understand that's not the play. There, there has to be a little more flexibility in what we're doing at any given time. That it's just this. Well, this is what we're doing tonight, and yeah. this is what we're going to try now. And it's just, and then we're going to try something different. There doesn't seem to be a master plan, like a through line to what they're doing. They're always reacting if, to a thing that just happened. If the conversation is. You're at 24 and 24, you're 500, and you're kind of hovering around that ninth, 10th spot in the Western Conference. How much of that is on A, B, C? You could put, you could say, oh, this, that. Darvin Ham, 100%, has something to do with that. There are moments so far this year where I'm with you. There's some head scratching moments the where, heck? okay, I understand you came in with this game plan, but because A's not working, what's B? B's not working, what's C? It's a blowout against the Houston Rockets in Houston yeah. last night. I want to throw this out. Take like, LeBron's ass out of the game. Why know, is he in the game? I know I'm crossing the streams here a little bit, but this is what Sean McVay did in the second half. Raheem Morris did in the second half against the Lions. That we, we changed it up. It worked a lot better. Kyle Shanahan, right? We're getting creamed in the first half. Let's mix it up. This is what the Lions, the Lions plan A worked really well for half, and then it's like, okay, they they took A off the table. Now what are we going to do? I don't know. Nothing? Did you guys see that video that was kind of circulating on uh, X yesterday, Twitter? And Let's it go was, with Twitter. <laughs> but it was where, you know, it was Darwin was having a huddle, and AD kind of looked like he wasn't really paying attention and then left the huddle and then came back at some point in time. So is we could read into that a million different ways, but is there some way that Darwin is just not getting across to his stars? That's one possible interpretation. Yeah, it could be. I, I think that the player that we're talking about matters, and, and and we'll get into it on the other side, because the fact that it was AD, I think, takes some of these options off of the table. We'll do that coming up at 11 o'clock. Coming up next, hey, did you see? Foo. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. The top drivers of the NASCAR Cup Series and Mexico Series, they will be racing at one of America's best venues surrounded by the best in entertainment. It is going to be the best. The Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum coming to L.A. on February 4th. That's pretty soon. Get your tickets right now at NASCARClash.com. You will have a great time. Whether you like racing or not, you're going to have a great time. I promise. Go check it out right now. NASCARClash.com. What's up, Foo? 
Hold on, let me work that fade. Hold on, hold on. You know how this works on oh, Tuesdays. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice good there fade. You go. Right. I thought you might yes. throw some uh, so Phil Collins in there today. <laughs> no, maybe the next segment. <laughs> All right, guys. So, you know, there's a lot of talks about – I mean, we have a lot of statues across the street. We got one coming up on the 8th mm-hmm. for Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I found this story uh, you know, about a statue who, who got stolen. Oh, I saw this. It was yeah. a Jackie Robinson statue that got stolen from a baseball facility in Kansas. Wow. Now, the question for you guys, for, for me, to you guys is, have you ever stolen anything in your life and do you regret it nowadays? So, real quick on the Jackie Robinson thing, did yeah. you see it, Slee? It's in Kansas City. I've not seen it. it and it's a, like almost like a lifelike size right. or life size statue. And they only left the shoes. They left the feet. <laughs> like they sawed it off at the ankles, Get and there's just here. the feet there. It's just, it's just, it it's sucks. This right? is a plot yeah. point in like Shameless. I don't know if I even exactly. watched Shameless where they were in Chicago and they stole like the arm of the Michael. Jordan statue. Oh. <laughs> and they buried it somewhere. Mm. Anyway, go on. So it, it just like just seeing the feet there, it's like it, it was, was weird. it was weird yeah. and it was depressing. I it's know. like, come on, of course man. It, is. it was uh yes. I, I, I could tell you exactly what it was okay. because my mom or I think it was my mom, maybe it was my one of my parents found out almost immediately after. And they lit I was maybe six or seven, and they lit me up i was living in phoenix at the time they had these i guess it was kind of like a target but it was like a low rent target like super budget target kind of situation but like a cheap department store kind of thing yeah but yeah. like not even like just like junk basically and like a big lots yes yes that's a really good comp it was like <laughs> like one of those he's like aisle seven <laughs> and so we go through this thing and i had asked my mom or i think it was my mom i don't remember like hey can i get a pack of gum no Come on, mom. No, we don't. We're not getting gum. We don't need gum. Blah 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 blah. So anyway, we're in the car driving home, and I'm a dumbass, and yep. I'm chewing on gum. Where'd you get the gum? Mm-hmm. Uh, five or six. Uh, where did you get the gum? And tears have already started. That's <laughs> just over. And don't you ever. This that and that. It's the last thing I ever stole. Ne- ne- never I, I still like yeah. the idea of taking I'm afraid my mom would start yelling at me all over again I robbed a bank in I mean, 99 she might, she <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just got whatever I got there from that bank um I think we all kind of have you know a story like that as a kid I remember stealing a candy bar I remember what candy bar too it was Snickers Snickers are good candy bars it satisfies I remember taking it from hungry wait wait no. yep taking it from a liquor store and your dad's <laughs> No, my dad it was an open concession there. I can take whatever I want right there. Um, but I remember taking it, and I remember, I don't know how I brought it up, but I think there was kind of like guilt with my- Oh, you my, confessed? I brought it, up to my, brought it up to my mom, and it was kind of like, yeah, I did this. How old were you? Probably definitely younger than 10. Okay. You know, so let's say eight or nine or something like that. And I remember bringing it up to her, and she just basically was like, all right, well- at least you already know that you feel guilty for it, so they never do it again. Jorge, you mentioned the Jackie Robinson thing. Yeah. So in Pasadena, they have those. You ever seen the? Um, oh, those big heads, right? Yep. In that park. Yep. Uh, what's that park called? Um, the so it's it's the bronze portrait heads, yeah. and it's of Jackie and Mac Robinson. Okay. Well, Jackie and from Pasadena. From Pasadena, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's one of the. Kind of the more iconic ones. Literally, if you ever go by in Pasadena. Oh, I've seen that. By yeah, the yeah, city yeah. hall. Yeah, yeah. Like right there, right in the center of it. 
dumbasses cut off that statue. Just the feet, just the shoes. It was, M. do you ever Idiots. swipe something? I mean, we already know about one. Your pillow. Yes, so pillow's <laughs> off the table. So apparently you as an adult were still okay stealing uh, things. <laughs> uh, another time, I went to, my dad visited me and when I was in college, and he took me out to Noodles and Company, if you guys have been there, and we got our food and everything, and then <laughs> I asked for a cup of water, and then instead of water, I went to one of those uh, like big soda machines, and I got soda instead. And my dad was like, why would you do that? And I was like, I don't know, it doesn't hurt anybody, it's just I'm going to put Dr. Oh, Pepper in here lot, instead actually. of water. Yeah. And then my dad made me go back to the front and order a soda. Pay for it. And then get, I can get, have my soda uh, for all I wanted. So, you know, that that was the embarrassing thing. I don't think that it's really stopped me from doing that in the future. <laughs> I just stick. didn't do it around my dad yeah. because I don't care about stealing from big Coca-Cola. Um, like, they've, it's fine. I understand what you're <laughs> saying, but I believe in the karma of it all. Like, sure. I, I understand that Coke is not going to go under because Emily Hebel took six ounces of Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, neither I, will I, the Noodles I, and Company itself. I, I, I get it, but it just, it's a karma thing. Like it, you're you're breaking the cosmic rules of that. Sure. I, maybe it's nonsense. I don't know, but that that's the biggest reason that little things like that. Like you're not unlike Al, we're not robbing banks, but just the little things. Like I could never gonna get caught. It's never gonna happen. But I don't want Santa the, Claus uh, will see you and put you on the night. Yeah, cold. something like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, no, my my experience was uh, it was three of us, uh, and we went to a department store. We would go around the mall, go into a department store, and it's like, yo, look for whatever you want. My buddy was in a wheelchair, so he was like, it's easier because he can hang a duffel bag on the back of his wheelchair. Oh. So we would go around and like, ooh, I like these shorts. Ooh, I like this tank top. Ooh, I like these jeans. Because we were freshmen in high school, and, you know, clothes, you know, back then was Rockaway, FUBU, like all these clothes. Yeah. And, like, you know, I, my mom wasn't going to be buying me all these expensive pants or whatever. So yeah. we go to the store, and we start rolling them up. We go to this certain aisle where my buddy already had scouted. He had this whole plan. And he's like, meet me on aisle seven. Like, you guys had a team. Yeah, you guys had a game plan, right? It's like an episode Ocean's of Heat. 11. Man, so then I remember, you know, rolling up some some stuff. And I would just put it in the aisle. My buddy was just, you know, loading the duffel bag. And then at some point, he just wheels out of there. Did you get caught? First, he was the first one out. No. Nope. Nothing. And then... You know, we're, we're leaving second, and uh, yeah, we never got caught. But it was one of those things where I'm like, dang. Like, they still got your photo in front of that, <laughs> no, that, goes, front of that dude, place. Do not <laughs> let this man back into the store. But it was 20 years things, ago, man. but we're still looking for him. Did you have your frosted tips at this time? Nah, no, this is before the frosted tips. The frosted tips, <laughs> frosted <laughs> tips were too obvious. He well, I was going to say. Yeah, he had to have yeah. a disguise. <laughs> he comes through the store. He comes through the, at, that Bonita dude with the frosted or, tips. <laughs> keep your eye on him. He looks like he's up to no good. the manager of the Mets? What do I forget his name? Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. That's I got another quick one here. Uh, Emily sent me this over the weekend, and I, I hope you guys saw this. But it's a guy who is in the streets of Miami at a red light, and Lionel Messi happens to be right next to him. He rolls down his window and says, hey, Messi, throws a jersey at him. He's like, can you sign my jersey? And, and Messi took the time at a red light to no autograph his jersey. Mm. Yeah, and then gave it back to him. That's so, sure everybody behind Messi was oh, super happy sure. about that. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the last autograph you guys got, if you guys remember, or if you guys I, I, I don't know if this is the last one, but I'll tell you one of the only ones that I actually have. When I was, man, it was a while back. I don't know how long ago it was. I uh, ran into Dr. Jerry Buss, and I had a Laker visor, and I had him sign the Laker this years ago. And I can't remember. This could have been, uh, it was a preseason game in San Diego. I can't remember where it was. But, um, Signed it. I had said something to the effect like, it's such an honor to meet you, this, that. And for those who ever interacted with Dr. Jerry Buss, like very personal, very nice guy. 
signs it. I still have that. Like of all the <laughs> Do things, you really? yeah, I still have it. Like it's one thing that I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of this. I know whether I've moved somewhere, I've done this or that. Like I still own that, and that's probably one of the few things that I have. Yeah, I. <laughs> So I've told the story, like, I don't ask people to take pictures very often. I, you kept George Brett, Nolan Ryan, and I think Cal Ripken are the three guys that I've asked to take pictures with. So and I Alvin. don't do it a lot. <laughs> I probably would. He's oh, got yeah, great I hair. No. Um, when I was working for Jim Rome, we used to have a lot of authors come through pitching mm. books. So they would always bring books with them to give to the, the staff, and I would always have them write something on the in, inside yeah. of the jacket so that that's what i probably michael lewis i think is the last yeah. one i remember asking for the best-selling he wrote blindside and Moneyball and it's all that work. kind of stuff yeah. so i think it's probably michael lewis but i haven't mm-hmm. since then i haven't done it i think there's only one that i even remember having probably you know got minor league baseball guys back when i was a kid but i think one that i remember remember was i was in high school and i was really big into theater i traveled to new york with my best friend from work and we uh went to see if then on broadway it's it started Dina Menzel, and so we waited by the side door, and (laughs) we waited by the side door, and we got her autograph, and that was the height of Frozen mania as well. So she was on Broadway, and we we got her to sign it, and it's very cool. She signed the program. Yeah, yeah. The, and the playbill. Actually, yeah. it was what the, they called them. The playbill. That's right. Yeah, a no. friend of ours signed a football for me. It's displayed. Keyshawn. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sign that picture over at, no, uh, exactly. at, with the, at El Cholo, right? It's that. He goes, like, whose house are you at? Yeah, Come on, Keith. Well, I don't have it's your picture <laughs> of my house. Well, All right. You. So Anthony Davis was, um, shall we say, disengaged during a team huddle sleep. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> 